Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome. Thank you for joining us this week. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of Decoding Wall Street. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary on this show. We generally talk about strategies for those that are 50 years or older, those that are in retirement or within five to 10 years of retirement. We talk about 401ks, income taxes, estate planning, you name it. We talk about it. I want to thank everybody who's texted in, who's called in, uh, had some fantastic conversations this week. I am going to, uh, you know, we, I often joke about hot takes today. I'm going to get on, uh, and, and actually talk a lot about many hot takes. Sometimes I get on soapboxes, uh, and I certainly am on the soapbox this show. So I want to apologize in advance. I do, uh, talk a lot about things that I think investors need to be leery of, or I try to talk about, uh, things that you need to look into and you just can't, you know, blindly trust, uh, marketing. So a lot to get to this show. Uh, if you want to have a conversation again, a lot of great conversations. Thank you for calling and texting in. Uh, you can call in at 630-492-1912, uh, or you could text 630-492-1912 as well. If you do text, just please leave your name, your address, and your email, and we'll get out the information from the show uh, to you. So uh, markets have changed. Uh, this week, uh, we saw a very, very big sentiment change in the market. And I think, you know, what, what we look at, uh, I go back in my 24, you know, 25-year career, we have been in a liquidity-fueled boom for the last 10 years, and even more so over the last two years. The first week of November, however, we saw a change. And every investor or most investors that I know have not seen it like this. Uh, it's been a long time, if ever. It uh, doesn't matter if the investors are mainly uh, market-based or real estate-based. But the first week of November, the market basically peaked, at least for growth stocks. And since uh, November 8th, it was really the start of the downturn. And when you look at uh, most growth stocks, they're down 30% uh, or more off of their peak. So what happened in early November, you had three Fed governors come out and make very hawkish statements about the Fed. And the Fed was going to need to double its speed of a taper uh, and to expect two to three interest rate hikes next year. That is significant sentiment change, and the market is uh, may act accordingly. Certainly, we, we, we just don't know. So we went from being in a low interest rate environment with massive stimulus and pumping out of Washington almost overnight to rate increases, which will suck the liquidity out of the system. As I mentioned before, most investors that I know are having the same conversation that conversation is what are rates going to do, how much liquidity is going to be sucked out of the system, and how much of the boom returns we've experienced over the last 10 years, especially over the last two to three years, may be given back over the next year or two. 
I've never seen it uh, be the case where, you know, most investors, regardless of asset category, are truly starting to have the same conversation. So the calls that we received last week, I think people are starting to recognize this. And here's what my job is of an advisor and, you know, as, as a financial manager. It's to get individuals to listen before the negative happens. So, yes, we're going into an interest, uh, well, I believe we're going into to an interest uh, environment where interest rates are going to start to increase and increase rapidly. We're going to talk a lot about inflation this show. I, you know, hopefully most people know and understand uh, the negative impact of inflation. I saw a great statistic. We couldn't get inflation, you know, for many years. And, and I saw a tweet this week that, well, I guess that deflationary uh, issue is gone. And there's a lot of truth to that. And that leads me into kind of my soapbox today. And I don't want to offend people, and I don't want to uh, categorize everybody or every advisor as doing things. One of the best compliments that I think we've ever gotten as a firm is we really appreciate the fact that you are 100% transparent, you talk about the pros and the cons, and you explain them in a way that I can understand. When you listen to financial radio shows, this is a generally a, an opportunity to get our message out to people we don't know. It is the only, well, I don't want to say the only, but the main marketing that we do. And we're very, very passionate about spreading the investment story and spreading the story that you don't just have to buy and hold to ultimately make a lot of money. It's more important to play defense than it is possibly to play offense. A lot of times I listen to the shows just like you listen to the shows and I can see almost immediately kind of what the angle is. There's been a lot of talk recently about momentum-based strategies, quantitative analysis, tactical type strategies. It's something we've believed in uh, for the better part of my you know 24 to 25 year career. Certainly doesn't mean it's perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but when we look at kind of what's going on in the market today, we want to have that flexibility. One of the most common questions that I receive from listeners that text in or call in, uh, and again, our number is 630-492-1912, uh, call or text. If you're going to text 630-492-1912, please leave your name, your email, and your address so we can get the information out to you. But it is about performance. And let's make absolutely positively no mistake. We should be judged by performance. I don't want to say period, but maybe period. I mean, that's why you hire us. And there is no clearinghouse of, you know, that ranks advisors based upon performance. When you look at, you know, this advisor is the top 40 under 40, top 10, you know, under 30, top hundred financial advisors in the United States, et cetera. Those rankings are all over there. I'm here to tell you, you may not want to put a lot of stock in that. Number one, they're self-reporting, which I have to believe that people are going to accurately report, you know, the, the assets that they manage. So I want to give advisors the benefit of the doubt there, but it has nothing to do with performance. It just means they have fantastic marketing and they manage a lot of money. It's absolutely irrelevant to the performance of what they deliver on a day in and day out basis. So there are shows on the radio, you know, certainly uh, throughout the United States, 
that talk and when you meet them, they show performance. Okay. And a lot of times the very first question you must ask the advisor is really simple. Is this actual performance or is it back-tested performance? If you hear nothing today, I want you to hear that. And I'm going to reference it over and over in the show. So if you're one of the five listeners that listen start to finish, you know, the average listener is seven minutes. Um, you know, I apologize in advance, but the very first question you have to ask, is it actual performance? Because I have seen some back-tested performance that, yes, in the fine print, I know what I'm looking for, so I can identify if it's back-tested performance, which back-tested performance is nothing more than hypothetical performance. It means the plan wasn't around. And it's a joke in the industry, at least in my office, when an advisor or you know a money manager comes into my office, because I deal with the same things you listeners deal with. I'm pitched strategies often. Very first question I ask, is it back-tested or is it real? Because I put zero stock in back-tested numbers. The joke is, have you ever seen bad back-tested numbers? Of course not. So I saw some back-tested numbers this week. And if you had called into the radio show and you got on their calendar and you met with them and they laid out this performance in front of you, it truly was Bernie Madoff-like. I mean, absolutely uh, egregious, in my opinion. Never a down year in, since, you know, uh, over the last 20 years. Years like 2008, up almost 30%. Years like 01 and 02, when the markets are down, up 35%, up 15%. And the challenge with that is you're giving the impression to, if you're an advisor and you're doing this, you're giving the impression to a, to a uh, an individual investor that they're never going to lose money. So I, I think that's wrong. And I think, and again, this is a soapbox topic today, and I'm going to get on it, and I'm going to talk a lot about it. When you see something that has never lost money, has only made money, captures almost all of the up market, misses almost all of the down market, you know something's not right. And you have to dig into the fine print, and the fine print might not be on the actual report that you're looking at. It might be in a disclosure document somewhere else that you had received. Somewhere in there, you'll see a sentence or two or three that this is hypothetical backtest to performance. Nobody has ever invested in this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why are we showing that? Because you know, Mr. and Mrs. Advisor, that the clients are walking away with the perception that they're never going to lose money. So that's a big soapbox topic. So if you're currently in a tactical type strategy or a strategy that has followed some sort of a momentum-based philosophy, there's a good chance that 90% or 100% of the performance that you're being shown is hypothetical. It didn't exist. Now, they're going to say, well, this would have existed. Well, this, I mean, come on, no way. I mean, when you're just running numbers on a computer and creating a model that just shows what it could have done, there's no stress. There's no COVID. There's no, you know, interest rates that are hiking. There's no 2008 where the worlds are coming to an end. It, it is garbage, candidly. And I would put absolutely positively zero stock in 
back tester performance, especially back tester performance that ha- captures all of the up and none of the down. And you would be shocked who is using this type of back tester performance. So it was a soapbox <laughs> segment. I apologize. If you've known me for years, you know I get into these types of moods because I'm very passionate about making sure that clients fully understand the good, the bad, and the ugly of what they're doing. Because one of the things I pride myself on is I will do everything in my power, my firm's power, to make sure that you're never going to come back to us in a year, two, or three, hopefully, and say, you didn't tell me this. And, you know, a lot of individuals use us as consultants to look at other strategies because we can identify things immediately that you can't. So this show, we're going to get into a, a lot of infl- in inflation. We're going to talk more uh, about taxes, end of the year tax planning. It's a little late for this year, but let's start in January, start planning for tax reduction throughout next year. There's some great strategies you need to be aware of. If you want to start the conversation, please text or call. You can call in at 630-492-1912. You can also text. If you're going to text, please text your name, your address, and your email. And that number also is 630-492-1912. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217. Or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, I am Robert Kuhn. I host this radio show, which is called Decoding Wall Street. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary. We generally work with individuals 50 years or older, those that are in retirement or within five to 10 years to retirement. On this show, we talk about strategies that I think you need to know about. We want to talk about strategies to help you lose less. We want to talk about issues that you may not see that are around the corner. I know in the first segment, we talked a lot about performance. Generally, when you meet with somebody, you're going to get some level of performance shown to you. I did get on my soapbox a bit, uh, but I think it's important. First question that you must ask when you're looking at performance is this back-tested performance or real performance. If it's a combination of the two, you want to focus in on the real performance side rather than the back-tested side because the back-tested side will always be good. Uh, Very rarely have I in 24, 25 years uh, have seen bad back-tested numbers for obvious reasons. So I think, you know, when you look at kind of investing and you look at the uh, families or individuals uh, that have significant means and a very high net worth, uh, they actually interpret the data differently. And they, when they, you know, I think when I'm often asked, what is it? that the, the larger inst- uh, investors do that the individuals don't do. And it's really kind of simple is they interpret the data and they invest accordingly. 
they don't stay blindly invested in a buy and hold strategy regardless of changing data points, i.e. inflation, valuations, tax rates and tax rates changing and you know the list goes on and on and on. So if you don't know if you have back tested data, uh, just get a hold of us. Uh, you can call 630-492-1912 or you could text 630-492-1912. Uh, if you're going to text us, please text your name, your email address as well as your address so we can get the information out to you. But we can help you interpret your return data. Or if you're interviewing an advisory firm and you look at the performance and you want to know, is the performance real or is it back-tested? Uh, we have people that uh, hire us as consultants so we can actually just interpret the data for you and not just whatever the marketing material states. So that is a soapbox item for us. Another soapbox item for us is bonds and how bonds are going to react during an inflationary period. I'm very concerned about this. I just simply know from the call-ins that people have large bond portfolios, and bonds have been a fantastic place to be. They may not be the best going forward. If you've been paying attention to anything, uh, any financial news recently, you know that inflation is ripping. <laughs> and inflation is off the charts, and it's probably understated, but we had the fastest inflation print in nearly 40 years, and honestly, it's rattling nerves on Wall Street, where economically sensitive trades uh, are hitched to ultra-accommodative Fed. The Fed has made things relatively easy. I think a case study, a master's thesis, or a PhD thesis at some point will be done upon how much of the four to 500% gains over the last, you know, 10 years were based on an accommodative Fed. Uh, if you look slightly underneath the market, there are concerns. You just can't look at what the S&P is doing. I saw a fantastic statistic this week that the NASDAQ, if you remove the five largest names, the returns for the year drop from 21% to just 5%. Think about that. I mean, are we a company or a country of just a few stocks? I mean, you just take out five names and you're going to see the NASDAQ returns drop, you know, from plus or minus 21% to only five. You look at the S&P 500, which, you know, most people will look at as a benchmark, as a gauge to the overall market health and stability. If you look at kind of the returns, 70% of the returns over the last six months are made up of five stocks. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, candidly, returns are returns like we like to talk about. But you look at if there's just a handful of names, if we're going into a rising interest rate environment and there's a handful of names that are driving this market, are we going to have an issue? I don't know if it's 450 or 460 of the S&P 500 are drastically off of their uh, highs for the year. So when you dive a little deeper and you just don't look at what the S&P 500 has done for the year, there's issues. And I think there's a lot of reasons why people aren't capturing a lot of the returns in the market, at least, you know, those are the calls that we're getting uh, to 630-492-1912. And, and again, you can text 630-492-1912 as well. Just need your name, your email address, and your, your address so we can send the information out to you. But kind of went down a rabbit hole. I want to get back to inflation. 
you know, a slew of stock market uh, corners, you know, obviously beneath, you know, the heady S&P 500 truly are channeling bond angst. And most people still think bonds are safe and they could be or they could not be. But with stimulus fading, still clunky supply chain issues and a new, it seems like a new coronavirus, you know, variant that is, you know, rapidly spreading, whether you believe in it or you don't believe in it, you know, the market's going to react. The expectation that short-term rates are going to increase, which I think now, as we talked about early on in, or at least in the first segment, that, you know, we went from a very accommodative Fed, which you don't need to understand, you know, all of the accommodation. It's just been easy to make money in the market. You know, we're now, there's a huge concern because of what's going on inflation, with inflation, is the Fed, are they going to move too aggressive? And are they going, and other central banks, because, you know, we've never seen all central banks in the world, you know, cut like they did after 08 and then keep it so easy. Are they going to choke off the recovery? That's the big issue. And that's the concern. And so we have many clients, well, potential clients who've called into the show that want their portfolio stress tested. And it's a complimentary report that we give away to you that we do just because it doesn't cost you anything. Don't you know, diminish that report. It's, it, it's fantastic. And it'll give you just an idea of if rates do rise, what's going to happen to your portfolio? What's going to happen to your bond holdings? What's going to happen to your equity holdings? And if you want to take advantage of that, I don't know if there's been a better time to take advantage of it. I probably said that the last time I was concerned with the market as well. So I apologize, but you can just call or text in 630-492- 1912 and, and just refresh my memory and say, Hey, you talked about portfolio stress testing. You know, can you tell me what that's about? And we'll, um, you know, we'll get into that. I truly think inflation is the biggest threat to the bedrock 60, 40 portfolio calling inflation transitory, which we all heard was possibly a historically bad move by the federal reserve. The characterization of inflation as transitory you know, it may end up being the worst inflation call in history. And when that happens, it also creates a high probability of a policy mistake. If you look at, you know, the recent print of inflation and inflation, you know, whether they strip out food and energy, it's, you know, I often hear whatever the inflation number is printed on, you know, on, on the news when the Fed reports it. A lot of people say, well, that's actually underreported. And I think for a lot of people, it is underreported. But the recent uh, number, although it was slightly ahead of Wall Street expectations, it still marked the biggest 12 month move since 1982. Think about that. When the US was battling the worst inflation it has ever seen. I mean, even stripping out food and energy prices, CPI still rose at 5%, which again is the biggest gain in 30 years. There's a lot of reasons why they strip out food and energy. I think a lot of the data that they capture to report inflation is antiquated. I think they can get much bigger data, but my job as an advisor is for, you know, first and foremost with our clients is to protect their portfolios from inflation. It's inflation, I think we've forgotten a lot about it, but you know, most people understand that inflation increases the price of their groceries. It decreases the value of the dollar in their wallet. In reality, though, inflation affects all areas of the economy. 
And over time, it can really take a big bite out of your investment returns. And that's our job as an advisor, especially as you get closer to retirement, is first and foremost, make sure you don't lose a lot of money. You know, if we go into a inflationary period where, you know, the Fed isn't, is, is becomes, you know, not as accommodative, you know, what happens if we see the market sell off 20 to 30 to 40 percent? I mean, it certainly could happen and we're not calling for it. But what I want, you know, listeners to, you know, think about is their portfolio position to make money regardless of what goes on in the market? Or is your portfolio positioned only to make money if the markets go up? When we talk with individual investors, our job isn't to tell you what you're doing is wrong. Our job is to identify kind of your assets, identify your longevity, which means when do those assets have to be there? What do they have to produce as far as uh, cash flow or as far as returns? And then make sure it can happen in all markets. And that is the biggest challenge, I think, that I have found in 25 you know, years in the industry, and certainly when listeners call in, is that their portfolio is great if the markets keep going up. Their portfolio is not so good if the markets go down or if the markets or if we go into a period of you know, one to three to five years where there's a lot of volatility. You just have to go back to the early 2000s to 2010. I know it's, you know, it seems like hundreds of years ago, right? But it's not. I mean, it's not that long ago that, you know, during that 10, 11 year period, the markets did nothing, relatively speaking. But yet there's a lot of volatility inside of that 10, 11 year period where you could have made a lot of money. So if people are getting ready to retire or are in retirement, and I say getting ready to within five years, generally seven years to retirement, what I want to make sure is that your portfolio has maximum flexibility, that it doesn't just need the market to go up for you to make money. If the markets go down, you're going to lose money. That's not good enough. It shouldn't be good enough for you. And so that's kind of what we're identifying. And then we often talk about protection strategies, and we'll get to those in, in the next segment because I got a lot of questions on that as well last week. So that's our job. That's what we're good at. That's what we try to identify to clients is not to say you're doing something wrong, Rather, what are you trying to accomplish? And if you're going to accomplish that, then we're going to tell you if you're only going to accomplish that in an up market, we're also going to provide some strategies for you. So if you want to give us a call to get on our calendar and have a conversation, 630-492-1912, or you can text as well, 630-492-1912. If you do text, please leave your name, your email address, and your mailing address as well so we can get the information out to you. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217, or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217, or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. I am host Robert Kuhn. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are an independent registered investment advisor and fiduciary. 
generally working with individuals 50 years or older, those that are in retirement or within five to 10 years to retirement. Topics on the show generally are created by calls, by conversations, by meetings with clients or calls that I have with other investment advisors. And you know, generally we try to talk about topics that I think are gonna have the greatest impact of helping you, whether you call us or not, not lose money or lose less or protect against rising rates or protect against an inflationary period, which we started to talk about at the end of or middle of last segment, and we'll continue that here in a minute. If you want to start the conversation, you can do that a couple ways. You could reach out and call us at 630-492-1912. That's 630-492-1912. You could text us as well to 630-492-1912. If you're going to text us, please just leave your name, your email address, and your address so we can get out the information uh, that we send out when um, we have people text in. So. Let's finish up the uh, inflationary period. Obviously, we believe that inflation is certainly going to be something that we have to contend with going forward. Is it going to be continued? Is it going to be transitory? Is it going to be, are we going to see interest rates rise dramatically? Are there going to be one rate hike, two rate hikes, three rate hikes, five rate hikes? A lot of these things, obviously, we don't know. But if we look at probabilities, the probability of seeing significant inflation continue is relatively high and trying to see the Fed uh, combat against inflation and seeing them raise interest rates is certainly uh, probabilities is very high as well. So if we look at what has done well, what asset classes have done well since 1990 to 2020 in an inflationary period, couple things, you know, jump off the page that you should own and should uh, not own. Real assets obviously have, have done very, very well. Real assets are generally real estate commodities. Uh, there's a very strong positive correlation between returns during inf uh, inflationary periods. So real assets, you know, certainly are something that we want to make sure we have some exposure to. Stocks clearly, again, very positive during inflationary periods. Uh, bonds are strongly negative during inflationary periods, other than tips, uh, treasury, inflect, uh, treasury, treasury inflation protected securities. Sorry about that. You know, generally those have uh, done well. Now they're starting from a very, very low base. So that kind of leads us into the next topic that I want to spend some time with uh, this week is the word protection. And what does that entail? What does that not entail? What are the pros? What are the cons? You know, there are strategies that have done very, very well, uh, certainly in inflationary periods. And when we look at portfolio construction, I think the challenge is that most individual investors are not creating a portfolio that has the best chance to succeed in all markets. Most everybody listening, when the markets go up, you're going to do really well. I mean, it's, it's irrelevant whether we could do better than what you're doing or advisor A could do better than advisor B. If the market's up 15 and you're up 15 or another advisor could be up 20, you know, that difference isn't, you know, changing a lifestyle as we like to talk about. So 
clearly, if the markets continue to go up, most listeners are going to do well. Now, that being said, we've had a lot of people that we have spoken with here recently that have missed the gains of the last couple of years because, and I get it, but because, you know, the market had to correct. Well, you know, as we mentioned last week, the market doesn't think or feel, and it's really irrelevant what kind of our gut feel is. And so there have been a lot of people that we've talked with recently that have missed the uh, the movement up in the market. And that's too bad. And, and those are things that, you know, we want to make sure that uh, we're guarding against and not becoming too conservative. Because on one hand, you certainly are removing the market risk, but you're just in you know, bringing into play, you know, potentially longevity risk in that, you know, the assets aren't growing and you need those assets to produce, you know, some amount of meaningful income, I would imagine, at some point in the future. So you're just kind of shifting risks and, you know, kind of moving the chairs on the deck. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're not doing that. And then, you know, we want to make sure that you certainly have strategies in place that can do well, you know, during down periods. And, and that kind of leads me into the protection side of, you know, when we talk about, you know, shows on the radio, a lot of shows talk about annuities and the pros of annuities. And, you know, candidly, there are, are you know, a lot of pros when it comes to the annuity space today that may not have been there in the past. The problem is when advisors are selling annuities, Generally, they pay a commission and they want a big commission. So they're going to recommend 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100% of your money that goes into an annuity. Challenge with annuities today is they, you know, the, the wrong ones, they just won't grow. And we've seen it over and over and over again. So I think there is a subsector of the annuity space that acts more like a structured note, which the structured notes are offered by banks. And I don't want to lose people here you know, because it gets kind of technical. So when we look at kind of, you know, the protection side of investing, you know, a good alt bond alternative, it could be an annuity, but it has to be the right annuity. You know, generally we stay away from, well, we certainly stay away from variable annuities and, um, you know, an immediate annuity is certainly in this interest rate environment. But for the investor out there that wants to make sure that they, have 100% principal protection that can have returns, you know, in the neighborhood of, oh, three to maybe on the high side, 9% over a 10-year period. Now, again, that doesn't happen often, and there's only a handful of strategies out there that I have seen that have done that. Uh, you know, it, it could be a really good alternative to maybe a piece of the pie. It could be a good bond replacement. It could be a good hedge to the down markets. The challenge is they can get very complicated. If you're in the wrong one, you know it's not growing because you probably have not seen meaningful growth over the last handful of years, or at least it's not growing like you were sold. But again, there's, you know, at 60 years old or 55 years old or 75 years old, you know, it could make some sense if you're not positioned correctly on the equity side to have a strategy that, that, you know, is protected, that is protected against loss. But again, we just have to make sure you know what it is because I get phone calls all the time saying, well, I'm in an annuity. It was, I listened to another show. They put me in an annuity 
and I'm guaranteed 7% a year. Well, no, you're not. I mean, think about where the interest rate environment is today. You know, your real money is not guaranteed, you know, 7% a year. Absolutely not. It's maybe for income purposes, but not on real money. So again, it all comes down to education. And, and here's, you know, we talked in the first segment today about back-tested numbers. A lot of the index annuities today, they're tracking indices that are brand new, that have never been around. And you have to really make sure that if you're looking at an illustration that is presented to you, that you at least know that the index is brand new and, you know, has not produced real returns. It may look on paper like they've produced, you know, great returns, 10-year returns, but it's, but it's a new index. And somewhere in the fine print, you know, it'll, it'll tell you that it's back-tested performance. And that's a big concern of mine. And, and again, we've seen big names that just have produced very little growth over the last handful of years in the annuity space. So if you own an annuity or if you're looking at annuity or if somebody is pitching an annuity to you, uh, again, we're not here to say that any investment is bad. We just want to make sure that you're going into it fully understanding what the pros and the cons are. So we do a lot of annuity reviews. Don't talk a whole lot about annuities on this show, uh, just because it's, I don't know why we, we don't, but we don't. I mean, because it's, I mean, they're sold so, so much and, and they could be a very useful tool. But if you own an annuity, you need to have it reviewed. If you are being told that annuity is the only answer out there, you know, let's have a conversation and let's go over the pros and let's go over the cons. But again, to add a level of certainty of maybe 20% of a portfolio, 30% of a portfolio, 40% of a portfolio, depending on your goals and objectives, who am I to say that, you know, that peace of mind or that sleep at night factor, you know, shouldn't be considered, but it's all about having a good educated decision. And it's not working with somebody that, you know, 90% of their business is that, or that's all that they can sell. I think, you know, when you want good independent advice, you have to talk with somebody that, you know, is very knowledgeable in that space, but may not use it uh, every day for every client. So very, very important. So protection can also be had by uh, structured notes and, you know, structured notes. I don't want to get into it on the radio show, but it does look and feel a lot like the characteristics of an annuity, but it's offered by banks generally in the private bank space. Again, there's pros and cons, but you can get, you know, notes out there that, you know, are three to five years in duration, have, you know, 30 to 40% downside protection and may pay, you know, somewhere in the, the neighborhood of five to, to 8% annually. And, and those also warrant, you know, some consideration. And so to kind of bring home and button up the, the protection topic of this segment, I'm not here to say that anything that guarantees something is bad. There's always a trade-off, but insurance companies and banks, they can hedge away risk in ways that individuals can't. So if we have an educated conversation and, and, and talk about what the real expectations are, not just what the marketing says or what an advisor says or shows you on a piece of paper, because that might not be real returns. You know, those are the conversations that we're having a lot with individuals. So. If you want to start that conversation, you know, let's just talk about protection, talk about the, the good and the bad. Uh, give us a call at 630-492-1912. 
630-492-1912. Or you can also text 630-492-1912. If you're going to text, please leave your name, your email address, and your phone number. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217. Or text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. Generally, we work with individuals 50 years or older those in retirement or within five to 10 years of retirement. We're independent, we're a fiduciary, and those are two very, very critical qualifications to have. If you want to have a conversation with us, we've been having great conversations with listeners, really simple. Simply give us a call at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. You can also text as well. If you're going to text, please leave your name, your email, and your address so we can send out the appropriate information for you. Hopefully, you've gotten out a lot out of the show this week. We're coming up to the end of the year, and a lot of questions that we're getting certainly have to do with taxes. I think when you look at taxes and good tax advice, good tax-advantaged investing strategies, Generally, the average investor, the most overlooked area by advisors in the financial planning space are tax strategies. You know, we don't want to start planning for trying to reduce taxes, you know, with a week left in the year. Certainly we can, but come up to January, we want to make sure that you are taking advantage of strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income. I've been in the business 25 years and most advisors simply don't have strategies that can dramatically reduce taxable income. Strategies that can take your taxable income from $100,000 to zero. I mean, those strategies exist. Generally, it will certainly if you're working with a big bank in a big or a big brokerage firm and you have under $5 million, you're getting very limited advice on taxes. It's one of the benefits of working with an independent registered investment advisor who has access to strategies that the big banks, the big brokerage firms simply for their retail clients don't offer. For their higher net worth clients, they may, but certainly not in the under $5 million space. And the great thing about tax planning is you don't have to be a multi-multi-millionaire. I mean, you can make two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, why should you not reduce your tax bill and your tax liability? I think we should pay every penny that we are 
you know, have to legally pay. But we have for the last, really since 2017, when President Trump passed the 100% bonus depreciation tax law, it was a game changer. It was a way for somebody who, you know, made decent money to drastically reduce their taxable income. So strategies exist for, certainly for this year, for next year, they will sunset. So we have one year, so we have 2022, where you can drastically reduce your taxable income. And these are conversations I wanna start having with individuals in January. I don't wanna wait till November, December, these are, you know, now, candidly, let's have conversations now for next year. But when President Trump passed the bonus depreciation tax law, if an investment is set up correctly in the private investment space, you can have meaningful tax reduction. In 2018, if you'd invested $100,000, you reduced your taxable income around $94,000. Think about that. You put in a hundred grand, you're able to reduce your taxable income by ninety-four thousand dollars. Active, passive, ten ninety-nine, W two. I mean, that is significant. In two thousand and nineteen, it was around eighty-eight thousand dollars. Two thousand and twenty, it ended up being around ninety-four thousand. Two thousand and twenty-one, we think it'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of probably close to ninety percent per, you know, 90% of your investment. So, you know, 100,000, you know, invested $90,000 tax reduction. Uh, 2022, we expect it to be close to 90% again, but we tell people to budget somewhere in the $80,000 range. So $80,000 per $100,000. In the Midwest, you, uh, people aren't as focused on kind of energy strategies you know, just simply because of geographically where we're at. And maybe that's, you know, I shouldn't categorize everybody, you know, that way. But when you look at strategies that have historically reduced your taxable income, it's generally uh, oil and gas, those types of strategies where, you know, if you make, you know, half a million dollars and, and you put in a few hundred thousand dollars, you know, you're going to probably bring your taxable income down, you know, to $300,000. I mean, think about those tax savings. The challenge that I have always found with oil and gas strategies is obviously they're aggressive, but if they're getting down to the advisor level or the individual investor level, they've probably been picked over, you know, multiple times by the institutional investor. But the energy space still has other options that you could actually take advantage of that have very similar tax benefits. Most people don't realize when you uh, drill for oil or natural gas, but let's just talk about oil here, for every barrel of oil comes, you know, one to, you know, 10 barrels of dirty wastewater. And that dirty wastewater has to be collected, transported, and either recycled and cleaned and sold as fresh water for drilling or put back into the earth in what is called a saltwater disposal well. And there are companies that exist that simply handle the water. So <laughs> they're not drilling funds. They don't necessarily care what happens you know, to the price of oil, as long as somebody is drilling for oil, there's going to be need, there's going to need to be companies that handle, dispose of, recycle the water. And for that, generally speaking, you're, you're getting a 10% distribution. Now I say only 10%. I mean, 10% is fantastic. In the oil and gas space, you tell somebody 10%, they laugh at you. 
because, you know, you can make, you know, thousand percent or you can strike out in oil and gas funds, but you're not taking the risk that's associated with the, you know, oil and gas drilling. And so you're able to take less risk. Doesn't mean there's no risk. I mean, absolutely positively not. We have to talk about, you know, those risks, but you, you can get significant tax benefits and you can get an asset that is going to pay you 10% a year. And those are monthly distributions so 10% annual, but, but paid monthly. And you're looking at a kind of a three to five year uh, time horizon as far as the investment. Now in the private equity space, private investment space, the average investor has very limited exposure to that. And one of our core tenant, tenants, if you've listened to us, is kind of, you know, we want the market, we want active management, then we want a diversifier. And the strategy that I'm talking about, it may only represent 5%, 10%, 15% of your portfolio. But if you had a bucket of money that for taxable dollars, you could greatly reduce your taxable income. I mean, that de-risks the investment right there significantly. All right. I mean, think about that. Money's either going to the government or you can put it to work on, on your behalf. The asset pays, you know, 8 to 10%, depending upon, you know, what's out there. And that's going to be paid regardless if the stock market goes up or the stock market goes down. Now, there's risks associated with that, like everything. But if you go into a fund that does not take bank debt, you know, your risks are even further diminished. So, again, if, if you're making, you know, a decent amount of money, we, if you sold a business, uh, if you sold a property, we, you know, we've, we've talked to a lot of people who are cashing in on some of the real estate. They own a building. They own multiple investment houses. We see a lot of people, you know, selling businesses and, you know, they come into a large sum of money. Well, you know, the tax man is coming. And so we want to mitigate those taxes. Or if you're just tired of paying the government any more than you have to, take advantage of the strategy. You know, again, let's have a conversation about it. Doesn't mean it's for you, but I'm certain your advisor didn't bring this to you because most advisors don't have access to these types of strategies. You know, when, when most people talk about investing or tax reduction, rather, it's just trying to match gains with losses. I mean, that you can do that on your own. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912 if we want to have a tax reduction call. I love having them. Strategies are new. I love educating investors on them. I love the pros, the cons. I love talking about it because this is what the higher net worth do. Well, as long as you're a accredited investor, which is a million dollar net worth or, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars of income, you know, these strategies exist for you. And, you know, these are topics and, and conversations that we really should start to have. So hopefully you got a lot out of this week. I know in the first segment, if you uh, missed it, you can certainly, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, performance and when advisors are showing you performance, you have to identify if it's real performance or if it's back-tested performance, that was kind of a hot button. And it, I think it's going to continue to be a hot button for me because, you know, I, I want to make sure that investors fully understand, you know, 100% transparency of what they own. It's, it's not okay for advisors to misrepresent returns or strategies uh, to individuals. I mean, every investment has a pro. And every investment has a con. It doesn't matter what it is. There's, there's good things, good characteristics. There's bad characteristics. So if you missed uh, that, I encourage you to download the podcast. You can do that by going to www 
www.kuhncp.com. Click on the radio tab. All of the shows are updated there. Uh, share them. I mean, we're, you know, we're very passionate about having good conversations with investors. We're a very laid back group, but we're very serious when it comes to helping you not lose money. I get it. You know, you may, some people have, you know, found that it's hard to reach out to somebody you don't know. Uh, I promise you that if we lead, if we don't lead with an educational heart, an educational stance, um, heck, I'll buy you, you know, your favorite coffee because it's, uh, it, it's something that we're just very passionate about helping people not lose money before something meaningful happens because you can make actually more money. We love to grow money. We love to make as much money as possible, but it's not trying to find the next Apple, next Amazon, next Google. It's crafting strategies that lose less when the markets go down. So in years like last year, market did 18%. Let's have a strategy in place that did actually 38 or 40% and just simply raised cash during, you know, COVID and, and the, in the end of the world. So if you want to talk more about those strategies, uh, I hope everybody has just a, a super health and safe new year, uh, you know, holiday, Christmas. It's, um, you know, just such a great time of year. But, you know, we're here to always talk money. You can reach us by texting us or calling us if you want to call us 630-492-1912. If you'd like to text us, that's 630-492-1912 as well. Just leave your name, your email, and your mailing address. So everybody have a great end of the year. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.